Welcome to the Third Wheel Podcast, where you're the third wheel in our conversation. Unfortunately, Caleb couldn't make it today, but that's okay, because I brought my friends for backup. We over have over here on my left, Jose Rodriguez. And over on his left, we got Tyler Payne, the one and only. Absolutely. Legendary. Yeah, legendary. Legendary sass, indeed. Now, you may not know who these people are, but just know that they are very good friends of mine. I've known them for a little bit. They have some interesting, interesting things to say about some interesting topics. So let's go ahead and get in. Now, Tyler, you were telling me about an hour ago that you had a very good ghost story to tell. But before we get into that, I just wanted to make a note that as of today, when we're recording, uh, it's actually Friday the 13th in October. I didn't even realize that until like a few moments ago. So I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to tell some ghost stories. So Tyler, why don't don't you uh, lead us into that? Sounds good. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Walking down the hall. Okay. <laughs> I'm already roped in. Let's go. <laughs> you hear, doom, doom. I am the ghost of the bloody finger. Coming around the corner, you hear it getting closer and closer. I am the ghost of the bloody finger. Next, down the stairs. <laughs> Suddenly, around the corner, I am the ghost of the bloody finger. Could ah! <laughs> I have a band aid? said this, this was for a 10-year-old. This That's was, for like a 5-year-old. This was the story? Okay. First of all, it's a finger. How is it walking? He's the ghost of the bloody finger because he has a bloody finger. But he's walk. Okay. Oh, audience, I, I apologize. I mean, like, I thought we could get away with something with it. But honestly, yeah, you're stuck with the B team today. I'm so sorry. Me included. Me included. You know, Shops, I think... I think mm-hmm. your Tibidone story kind of beats this one. My Tibidone story. <laughs> I think that story, honestly, that joke though, beats this. Honestly, though, well, okay. That was uh, that was pretty good, Tyler, for you to say it all that top of your head. It's pretty good. Good job. Good job. <laughs> well, keeping it uh, on theme, on track here, let's go ahead and get into uh, some personal stories, unless that was your personal story, of maybe something spooky that's happened to you in your past. Jose, had... Do you have uh, any spooky stories to tell us of your own upbringing? I mean, I wish I had one of those little haunting stories that you always watch in sure. TV shows and stuff that never happened. But I will remember, and it's like engraved in my brain yeah. since I was a little kid. I lived in Alaska, mm-hmm. you know, the good old biggest state in all of the United States, bigger than Texas. Are you sure about that? It is. It is bigger than Texas. I don't uh, believe you. No, remember he brought up that map it one is. time. And it's he bigger us, than Texas. Remember how he pro- he wanted to scientifically prove to us that Russia isn't as big as they say they are? Yeah, they're tiny. Remember we like we did yeah. that thing where we took the globe and you would move it and it would like... Yeah, yeah that's fake news. Like Africa's huge. <laughs> like we think Africa's small, but it's massive. Yeah, it's a huge. Anyways, so back to... <laughs> I never thought Africa was small. Well, okay, whatever. Back to my thing. So I lived in Alaska, and there was this, like, so I lived in North Pole, Alaska. It's kind of like the yeah. middle of nowhere, Alaska, mm-hmm. and, like, south of Fairbanks, which is, like, one of the bigger cities. Yeah. And, there, like, near my like near my parents' house, there was, a, there was like, a thrift store, like, yeah. just some random thrift store on the road. Just <laughs> random thrift store. We went in there. I can't even remember why we went in there. Mm-hmm. But... 
me and my dad. And I remember walking into this room, and I don't know if you've ever seen Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know that doll? Like the little puppet? The looking? dummy? The dummy. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. dummy. Uh, slappy, I think. Whatever. I don't care what. I'd, I'd never watch Goosebumps because I've scared that thing. But <clears throat> I swear I saw what looked like Slappy sitting oh, on really? a chair in this one room of like the thrift shop, just sitting there. Okay. And it just scared me, man. Like, I've like, yeah. Like it just sat there, and like I was like, "Why is it here?" And like it's just engraved in my mind. Now, that's wow. not really a scary story, but it's just an it was sc- scary to you. Scary encounter that I've always remembered. Like I remember seeing it. It was like sitting. It was actually sitting next to another. Like, what do they even call them? They're not like what a doll. It's not like a doll doll, but it's like the ventriloquist dolls. Yeah, yeah a puppet. Like a puppet. Yeah, like one yeah. of those puppets. It's like there's another one sitting next to it. Yes, but yeah, like make that sound. <laughs> yeah, but like so that's that's like something. Jeff Dunham. Yeah, yeah, like Jeff Dunham, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. Ever since then, I just—it's always been engraved in my mind. Scared the wow. crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I sympathize with that. As a kid, you know, like, and this is kind of something we can also talk about. Maybe is that just like random things kind of like stick with you. Like, even if they're not like necessarily inherently scary, they kind of like have this fear element attached to it. Like, for instance, I once watched this movie about vampires when I was a kid. I wasn't really allowed to watch movies about vampires when I was a kid, but it came on and I watched it. It was like a kid's movie, but it still, like, was kind of creepy. And then, like, I I remember the specific smell when I watched the movie, and it was really, like, weird kind of musty smell, but I'm always reminded of the movie whenever I smell that. And I don't really know what it is. It's just kind of, like, a random occurrence, you know? But it's not scary. It's just, like, the fact that I... Smell it, and then I modis immediately associate with fear. You know, how did you smell the movie? No, I, that's <laughs> like your house smelled no, musty. My whole point, Tyler, is that it basically I smelled something specific in the moment, and I now associate that smell oh, okay. with fear. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's really weird um, how the mind works that way. Tyler, do you have any scary stories? You have a very exciting life. Honestly, I don't. Really, my little joke there at the beginning is okay. <laughs> You thought that was like about a, about as good as it gets. Did that spook you out? Didn't spook me no. out. I made okay. it up actually. Good. Oh wow! Hey, you one know. time, yeah, one time I was at a person. Or we were at some random person's house back when I was in Virginia, and they had a Ouija board. Oh, it was fun. <clears throat> and we were just screwing around because that's what people do when. Thank you for that visual demonstration. When they're when they have a Ouija board out, they're just like thinking they can try to make it move or whatever. Sure. And I swear. I don't know what we did, but it did move once. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we Come asked, on. but it did move. Well, okay, so Come you're talking on, about when they man. had their fi- their their fingers on it. Yeah, like we had our fingers stuff. on it. Like you, you know, oh, you were participating. I was one of the people that Whoa. was holding it when it moved. And it moved, and I time. didn't push it. I swear. Wow. And the didn't other like guy, the character moves or something. No, it's like the. Have you seen? You, you, do you know? What, do you I'm, know gonna what, be, I'm gonna be honest. I don't totally know what it, I know the premise of a Ouija board, but I've never seen one. Well, before we I get into it, what, really, do you, what do you think the premise of a Ouija board is? Well, I know it's something about like demonic, right? Like it's like manipulation of the spirits. Said just like that Southern Baptist throw demonic. It it's just no, demonic. but it's just a it's a it's a game or well, yeah, is it's it? a it's a game. But like, uh, I mean, yeah, there is like spiritual implications. Essentially, it's the idea is to attune with the dead. So, like your grandma, like yeah, like you're trying to speak with the dead. So, a Ouija board essentially like it has a bunch of letters on it. And then you're supposed to all have your fingers on like this little piece, this little was it triangle it's like piece? A, a triangle piece with a little like glass in the middle that like like the Illuminati logo. Yeah, and you're supposed to let yeah. the spirit take control of it and guide you along the letters to spell out a word. Essentially, 
And that's what is the dead is speaking to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of movies have used that as you know, like basically their isn't um, that Jumanji? No, oh, Jumanji's just, a, its own game, right? <laughs> it's a, it is. It's a movie, actually. <laughs> yeah, but the game they play the game, and that's how I they think end the up game in the was jungle. The movie. Well, yeah, but no, that's not how the game's played. Oh, they roll okay. the dice, and it just moves by yeah, itself. But that oh, was okay. the movie with Ouija. Like it literally, it's just like it's. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean, like, a lot of people will just move it themselves and try to figure their friends out, but you're saying it was real. I mean, so we were, like, it was me. I think there was, I mean, it was a group of us, but there was, sure. think it was, like, me and two other people, I think, that actually had our hands on it. And, like, they both swear up and down. Now, one of them might have been messing around because yeah. we, we tried to do it multiple times where we were, like, screwing around with it trying to see and mm-hmm. it didn't move and then finally there was one at one point we had i remember we had our fingers on it yeah and it did move but it didn't like i mean we didn't continue to let it like, oh, sure, sure, you know sure. what i'm saying like we we stopped after it happened we were like oh who moved it somebody moved it oh, yeah. how how if you're all watching it wouldn't how would you you would know if someone moved it no i mean true but yeah. like but you're like somebody moved it either somebody touched it well, or somebody like, did it we had our fingers like this and it like like I wasn't moving but I could feel it moving I wasn't pushing like, obviously you can push it it's really spooky but also make it look like you're not moving it you know like like you, uh, can you tell that I'm like actually physically moving it sounds great I mean yeah okay whatever <laughs> all, <right. laughs> all I'm saying is that none of us actually did this like I didn't do this when I did it and the other guys claimed that they didn't do it either so wow okay yeah. but everyone put their hands on the same yeah, we the all same piece, like, right? The, the couple guys that did mm-hmm. it, we all put our yeah. Our oh, I I thought it was like three different pieces, and I was like, it'd be obvious who moved. It. No, it's you're like, also yeah. We're also describing to you something you've probably never really like seen in action before. Coming from New Orleans, you know, I didn't really see anything, but I did hear a lot of freaky stories. Um, that place is wild. Yeah. They got like voodoo shops on every corner every there, corner. man. Oh yeah, just like just like, like grind up over some, there, like grind up some freaking bat bones and <laughs> snort it or something. <laughs> Yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's do a line again, of that. Again, my Southern Baptist friends. <laughs> um, no, so uh, one of the stories I actually heard from my uncle one time is that like he was like driving late one night. I think it was my uncle. He was driving late one night, um, like on a highway. And it was probably like nine o'clock at night, and he swears that a, de- a literal demon jumped in his car, and he had to drive it. He had to like actually swerve to. Get it off his car, um, and that was like it was like on the hood or like, something. Just like jumped on his hood, <laughs> jumped on his hood, and then like he had actually swear to get it off. And I don't know, you know, how true it is. I just remember hearing that as a kid, and it freaked me out. You know, like just like uh, and because you're in that, you know, in that city, you know, like you just hear it all the freaking time. So you're always very sensitive to like scary and just like um, horrific imagery. Um, it's one of the reasons probably I'm really not into horror movies. I don't know if either of you are into horror movies. Why do you think that? New Orleans has such like a vibe, or like they're known for that like voodoo. Well, culture so, so voodoo comes voodoo comes from Africa, and there is a very large African American community there, and I believe a lot of them brought that culture with them. Which, and again, not all voodoo is inherently bad in their culture, but I'm just saying that's probably where the inspiration came from because a lot of it's African based. Um, now, again, just like everything, um, a lot of it can be cheap and like American li- Americanized, you know, to where it's just, you know, gags, basically. Like Ouija boards, they sell it at Target. They don't sell it. They just, do sell it at Target. Yeah, they sell it's it everywhere. It, they, because, like, they're looking at it as, like, it's just a little board game and that's it. But, like, it actually does have some 
heavy spiritual background, you it's know? It's like doing a seance. It's, it is a seance. So it's really weird how culture accepted, you know, voodoo and like that kind of stuff. I don't think it's like inherently believed or anything. It's just like there and it's normal. But in New Orleans, yeah, it's just everywhere, which is, it is what it is. Yeah, my dad was telling me that he went into one of the voodoo shops and he mm-hmm. was basically like making a joke, like making fun of it. Yeah. And the owner or the shop worker or whatever legit got mad at him and kicked him out. And yeah, said, they will. Is, said, this isn't a joke. You need to leave. They will. Actually, my, my pastor at that time, he claims that he actually walked inside a voodoo shop because he was looking to, now I don't encourage this, but he was like looking to challenge the owner of the voodoo shop. But not even challenge, like he literally walked in the store before he could say anything. And the owner of the shop actually started like screaming and jumped on her her desk, like the clerk did on her desk, and was screaming in this like very masculine, deep voice to get out. And he swears by it. I'm just like, holy crap, dude. Like, and I believe it, you know, like at least some of that stuff, you know, it can obviously be like Hollywood's also, also ruined a lot of it, but like. I believe definitely some of that stuff just can be real, you know. Like I've seen some crazy stuff, so it's enough to believe it, you know. I mean, if the demonic, like the Bible talks about the demonic, mm-hmm. and you know, the Jesus casting out demons, like, yeah, well, honestly, it yeah. could exist today. So, not all of you may believe in the Bible, and that's totally fine. Uh, but me and Caleb and most of our friends do, so that's kind of why. Uh, Maybe we do believe in some of this stuff, but in my opinion, even if you don't believe in the Bible, I still think it affects, you know, real life. But, you know, that's what our beliefs are. Uh, but as I was saying, it actually kind of diminished my, well, just it sort of killed my um, interest in, like, horror movies. I've noticed that when I get scared, it's usually, like, with it, it's built with anticipation. Like, when you're watching a movie, it it has every advantage to scare you. Like the music has can be just right. The sound effects just right. The imagery is just right to give you a perfect scare. I feel like I'm not actually scared that much in real life, which is really weird. So like I've been in like haunted houses and stuff and I go in and out without being scared at, at all. It's really weird, but I can't handle any kind of jump scare or anything like that. What about you guys? Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I'm the same way. Movies, like, so I always say I love horror movies, but mm-hmm. I love like the slasher horror movies. Sure. I'm not a fan of like the psychological horror yeah. movies, like those freak me out. Like, yeah. there's I remember watching Sinister, like mm. which came out. Like I remember when it came out, like ten mm. over ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, and like holy moly, was it terrifying? Yeah. Like it was, and it was like one of those. It was jump scare kind of movie. There's mm. a lot of jump scares. It was like just different, different like things that like were in it. It was just it was a terrifying movie. But sure. like I can watch Scream. I can watch like. Friday Thirteenth, mm-hmm. obviously, like today, Alien versus Pre- like I can watch all that stuff because those kind of ones aren't as much of like scary, scary. They're more like they're more just like gory. Mm-hmm. Like they have jump scares, but like it's it's not like I don't know psychological move like horror movies like yeah. like Paranormal Activity scared me. Mm-hmm. Um, what a scary film, Sinister, like. <laughs> I mean, those kind of movies, just like they go over the top. What was it? Uh, Insidious. Yeah. Those movies, like, ugh. Yeah, which are all, most <clears throat> horror movies, or like most of the big ones, are all loosely based on a true story, which is actually what freaks a lot of people out because it just feels more relatable that way. Loosely. Lo- yeah, it's very loosely. It's most like of paramo- times, paranormal activity said this is, this is all real security camera footage from real homes just yeah. compiled together. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I know that's not real. Just fake, real but right? like, it's well, still scary. Well, like the, the story of, of like, um, I think Insidious and like, what's a, what's a house movie? 
Hereditary? No, the one about the old one about the house, the haunted house with the uh-huh. one who killed his whole family. Yeah, Amityville. Amityville, Amityville horror. horror. Yeah, those are both based off of like true real people. Well, Amityville Horror, I thought that was like that's a house. That's like, an it's actual a legit real, in New it's York. It's a real house you can actually visit. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that did actually have a real life murder, not just one, but like the entire the dude killed his entire family at like three a.m. and he was. I believe it was confirmed he was a Satan worshiper. Like, he actually did have, like, uh, a shrine and everything in his house, hidden in his house, which is really creepy. But, like, yeah, once Hollywood gets a hold of that, they're going to add a whole bunch of stuff to it that didn't happen. But then sell it as if it did. Um, very little is known about actually what happened to the family that, that actually moved into that house. Other than that, supposedly, they the next week or so, they ran away with just the clothes on their backs and they left everything else behind, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's kind of freaky how just, like, did you see the, so have you seen, there's like that new, it's like, I guess a new Bigfoot sighting. Have you seen the clips of that? It's like literally. I've like, seen that. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know if it's legit. Cause you know, everybody does like, the, like there's so many like fake calls sure. or like her fake images or videos, but like apparently people are on a train, you know, yeah. traveling and they claim that they got footage of Bigfoot out. I don't yeah. even know where it is. I've seen the clip. A lot of people believe that it was just a guy in a costume, but which is like probably, you know, story of everything. But uh, for whatever reason, this particular clip definitely has everyone like kind of on edge a little bit or just like kind of excited. Do you believe in anything like a cryptid or anything like Bigfoot, Tyler, anything like that? No, because I feel like they would have found him by now. So you don't believe in like Loch Ness, Bigfoot? No. Or... I always wanted to everyone every time I watch those shows. I just thought they're so funny. Mm-hmm. I always just want to like get a Bigfoot costume and like run through the woods. Just He's so probably always. the one who is scaring everyone right <laughs> this now. Is yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy that was running over there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just like hide in the woods and then just poke my head out and then it's it's just, just like, enough for people to be like <gasps> it's Bigfoot. <laughs> just kidding, it's Tyler in a costume. So why do you think people want to believe this stuff so much? Why do you think people want to believe in like the bill like the spirit world and the, you know, like the idea that you could be haunted or that the fact that Bigfoot could be real, you know, like these monsters or whatnot. Like, why do people want to be scared? You know, I don't know if they want to be scared. I just think they want to know if it's a legit thing. Yeah. I mean, you've, I mean, the Loch Ness Monster, for example, I mean, mm-hmm. they've, what they've claimed and they have like old images. Like, I mean, sure. that the, the iconic image of the Loch Ness Monster is like a mm. black and white photo of his head sticking out looking like a dinosaur from like Jurassic Park or something like sure, that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think people just want to know if it's legit. Like, people just want to know. Like, I don't think that, like, they're like, I want to be scared. I don't think they want to be scared. I just think mm-hmm. they want to be like, is there really a Bigfoot out there? Is there really a bottomless snowman? Or is yeah. there really like a... <laughs> You know, Slenderman. I'm just kidding. Slenderman's oh, not boy. real. That's Slenderman's another, not real. That's another. You know what? That's actually really fun. Tyler, do you know who Slenderman is? Not a clue. Okay, he needs to play the game. He is, needs to play the well, game. Well, this is a. This will be fun. I just want you to like stop me if it sounds too crazy. Okay, so cryptid is like sort of, sort of like an internet monster, like a creature that was made up by someone on the internet and posts all over. You know what? Would it be Reddit or forums or such? And one of the most famous ones um, is a being known as Slenderman. Essentially, it's like a it's a guy in a suit, like a business, black business suit with a red tie, and he's like super tall, but he has like no face, and he's like bald. So uh, it's just like skin. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Just skin uh, face. But when you look at him, you actually kind of like, you see static in your eyes, basically, and uh, you basically like, 
people don't really know exactly what he does, but essentially, like, you go blind and then he kills you or something, or something else happens. He just takes you. It's, he takes you, but, like, the mystery is, like, they don't know really like what. vanish. They don't really know what he does, but he can, yeah, he can vanish. He can appear in random places. And the reason it blew up so bad or so big is because, one, they made a game, a very popular game about him, but also, B, there was a lot of very convincing pictures at the time. The, where they just photoshopped him in the background of like these old black and white photos where he's around like children and stuff. And that's what really scared people. But people got obsessed with them. And it was like a gimmick too, though, with the children. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a gimmick that he would come and take the children. Yeah. Like so, in their sleep or something? No, yeah. just like on playgrounds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, playgrounds. And so stuff. like he became a bit of an urban legend, which is weird because, you know, like at first it just sounds so crazy, but there were so many people who generally like kind of believed it. And it became such a big phenomenon that there were actually these uh, very infamous story about these schoolgirls who actually lured one of their friends into the woods um, and like stabbed her 40 times because they thought that would summon Slenderman or something. The girls survived, but they legitimately believed like they were middle schoolers, but they legitimately believed that Slenderman was real. Uh, just began on this phenomenon, you know, and they were arrested and I believe they're they just recently got released. But um, yeah, freaking crazy. Just like the influence culture has, you know, and like, again, the whole thing about people wanting this stuff to be real, you know, like, but I think that's like, it's like a tale as old as time because sure. there's a lot of like Greek mythology is the same way. Yeah. Like Medusa, like if you look at her mm-hmm. and make eye contact, you'll turn to stone. It's yeah. the same kind of. So like a modern day myth. urban yeah. myth. Right. Yeah. That has been around for thousands and thousands funny of thing years. With Slenderman though, is that it was like, it was legitimately made up. Yeah. Like, and like, there was like I don't know if you've seen the YouTube videos mm-hmm. of like some guy like went as far as to make YouTube videos of him like encountering oh really like Slender Man like and it was like it was like a couple part series YouTube mm-hmm. videos where it's like him like it's almost like a movie where it's like going from like he captures this moment and then mm-hmm. you see the Slenderman doing the background in the woods and then like eventually later on you see him in a house. Mm-hmm. In his house, all the lights are off, and you see the like the Slenderman figure outside of the house trying to like get in, and mm. it's a it's a whole thing. It's real creepy. Wow. <clears throat> but yeah, and people went all out for it. You know, I mean, like he was also like the most requested costume. You know, for years and years and years, just for Halloween and stuff. But yeah, it was it's very because it's so. What's weird about him is that he's so simple. I think that's what's so creepy about him is that he's so simple. It's just a guy in a suit. So it's like, I feel like the stuff that is more creepy is when it's more like relatable and when it's more like down to earth in a weird way, like children laughing, that'd oh, yeah. be really, really creepy and yeah. scary, but it's children laughing rather than, you know, on the other flip side of that, you see like a scary looking demon monster. Like, I don't know, you see a diamond dozen of those, right? You know, like, but you just know deep down that's not real. But like when you see like a creepy child, you've seen creepy children in your life probably like just laughing or whatnot and it's, it, it's usually like normal and then you see it in a creepy sense you know it's like oh this is jarring you know that's why i feel like movies about like haunted houses are really creepy because like that kind of almost invades your own security because you're always in a house you know and then it makes you look around your corner make sure to check all your closets you know like there's definitely a science to it but um yeah i feel like just the more simple designs is what really nails people. i mean I don't know. I might be the only one that did this when I was younger. And maybe Mm -hmm. if I was in a situation where I like thought about it, like where am I the only one that like when I would be walking to go somewhere like Mm -hmm. in my house and I turn the light off, I would be booking it like sometimes. 
I used to do yeah, that as a kid so, so much. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was downstairs and mm. I was trying to go upstairs, but I need to turn the lights off. I turn the lights. You just run. You just something. You just booking it up the stairs. Dude, I hated. No, I hated the house being dark at night. You know, like my parents were like, "Okay, we're going to bed," and they shut off all all the lights. There's no lights in the house, and then we had stairs on top of that. So it's like, if you're like want to get a snack or you want to get water, you have to go to the bathroom or something. You have to look down the stairs, and there's pit of abyss. Blackness. And you're like, I'm not coming back up here alive. <laughs> yeah. So, have any of y'all ever been to any good haunted houses? I've been to one. I went like. Two or three years in a row. A legitimate haunted yeah. house or just, okay. Yeah, Hangman's. It's in Fort Worth. So wait, wait, no. So I'm talking like. Oh, like. I mean like an actual house that's haunted. Are you Sorry, talking, are I you meant like about? Halloween. Oh. I meant like you went to, the, you know. Like an attraction? Yeah, like what yeah, you're talking I, yeah, about. Yeah, I've been, that's to, what an, I meant. I've been okay. to an attraction. Okay. Yeah, when I went, I've only ever been one time because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do haunted houses. I sure. don't do scary stuff. To me, that's not, that's not my idea of fun at okay. all. But. <laughs> well. <laughs> in, the, in the town. Okay. We gotta take him to one. Yeah, in in the town that we grew up in, um, the fire station Mm -hmm. always put on a haunted house like inside the fire station. They'd build it all out, and I remember just being in line so scared that I was—I mean, I was probably ten at the Mm -hmm. time—and they gave me a popsicle stick, and they said, "If you you get scared, just hold up the popsicle stick and say, go away, go away, and all the angry monsters will go away.'" That's and I'm like, but then uh, me as a kid, I'm like. Then the angry monsters, but must be real, uh, right? So I think it made it even worse. That's interesting because they're like, well, we've kind of they basically played it as like we've trained our monsters to where if you hold up the popsicle stick, they'll leave you alone. Wow, but so as if they're real. That's interesting because like, okay, so my experience with haunted houses, I went to Hangman's a, co- a few times, um, and I I liked it. But, like, again, I wasn't scared at all, which I thought I was going to be terrified because I prepared for it, you know? I think they're more, to me, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. I think a lot of those haunted houses that I've been to, they're more just funny than they are scary. Well, the I'm, reason I wasn't scared is because back when I was, you know, how I was saying about the movies, how everything's just, like, perfectly prepared. With haunted houses, the music is always not always going to be right on key, you know, because you're in a group. You're in a large group of people. And, like, you may not be the person that they try to jump at. You, and then I, I've read up that apparently if you're like in the front of the back, um, they won't try to get you. It's the people in the middle that they try to get because those are people who feel like they're the most safe. Yeah. Um, but like they, I just never got scared. In fact, I found myself just making fun of it all. But I, I also realized that my most uh, primal instinct is to get angry when I'm afraid. So I'm just like pissed off the whole time. <laughs> so like if someone runs up to me and is like, booga, 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 I'm just like, whatever, dude. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh. And then, <laughs> or I'll try to overcompensate and be funny. So, like, if there's like a creepy lady, like walking up to me or getting real close, I'd be like, "Well, just pass me your number while you're at it." And then she like laughs and then walks away. I'm just like, I'm just like, I've conquered this. You know, like this is not scary to me. I know there's some haunted houses experiences that would be terrifying because they get really like grippy. So yeah, go to the ones that like are really interactive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could do I that. Those are wild. But another haunted house I went to, interestingly enough, there's okay. So there's two more. Um, I forgot about this. There's one that was at the Renaissance Fair, which is I didn't expect this, but uh, me and my best friend go every year, and now this is a tradition of ours. There's like a big castle, and it looks like nothing at the front. It looks like it's going to be like five minutes. Um, maybe less than that if you look at the attraction from the front but then you pay the money and you go inside and you like do your whole circle around and it's 
it's really long and it's actually really in depth and there's a lot of atmosphere there and they put a lot of work into it and it's just creepy because I wasn't expecting it. Right. Same thing with, I went to a middle school haunted house one time because me and my friend, we knew a teacher and she was like, hey, you want to go to this haunted house experience? It was really cheaply done and everything, but like it was actually kind of creepy just because like um, it was in a school, you know, it was really dark and there was kids running around. Like it was really weird. And actually we saw a little girl who is like actually like breaking down in tears, <laughs> just like walking away. We're like, oh boy, this is intense for some people. I mean, so <clears throat> like when I was in Virginia, when I lived there, like so they have there's like two pretty decent sized amusement parks, like mm. like about an hour yeah. each way I lived, and so you know amusement parks have like Halloween haunt type yeah, thingies, yeah. and so we'd go like every every Halloween we'd go to the, each park and mm-hmm. check out the Halloween festivities and stuff. So that was kind of my I never like I think there was like one time I went into like a haunted house attraction like yeah. that but like most of the time it was just more or less like in the amusement parks I'd go to they'd have like multiple different haunted house attractions yeah. that you just walk through but after a while they got really cheesy and most of the time I was just going with girls to yeah, right. Go with girls. I was with a girl one time, and she literally, like, again, I was the one who thought I was going to be scared, but, like, she got scared really bad, and then they targeted her. I was like, I'm, I'm in the clear. <laughs> just, like, yeah, they love to do that. They'll pick yeah, the person yeah, yeah. that is actually the most terrified. Would y'all do at Six Flags Fright Fest? Uh, Would y'all do the coffin challenge? What's the coffin? Oh, I know. So I just is. looked it up. You had to spend 30 hours in the coffin. Yep. And you get $600. A gold season pass and an express haunt pass. What? So that is not for thirty hours of what? Thirty. You literally have to lay in the coffin for thirty hours. And do what? Can you go to the bathroom? Eat? There's probably like a catheter or something. Coffin side food and beverage. What about one bathroom break every three hours? But I think your head is exposed. Hold on, I'm looking at pictures here. I think. So your head is still exposed. So it's oh. like one of those, like, it's like the top foot and a half of the coffin. Does everybody doesn't like, have a lid. Are you like on like people looking at That's you? That's humiliating. Yeah, I guess you just sit there and anyone could come, you know, walk by and see you doing your little challenge. So <laughs> what kind of food you get? $600. So when I was a kid, I heard about that challenge and I thought that was horrifying. I was like, you could not pay me to do that. I would hate that. But nowadays I'm like. I don't think I would care because, like, that kind of seems chill, right? I mean, can you have access to your hands? Access? To yeah, your like, hands. like you're not like stuck in a coffin where it's just your head sticking out. Can you like? You're probably well, it's probably like no. claustrophobic. Like, you probably just can't they'll move. bring you food or drink. So obviously, like, you got to eat somehow. And then every three hours, <laughs> every three hours, you can go to the bathroom. I would hate not it's being more, able to move. It's more just is sitting in one place for thirty hours worth six hundred dollars. But also, I I feel like the smell will get to me. What smell? I, don't of, you just imagine what? it? I don't know, but don't you just imagine it really smelling bad? Like Fright Fest, they always put up, you know, all this oh, incense and stuff, and then it's probably hot, and then just like, I don't know, I really think that just the smells would get to me. I don't even know what it would be, but it would probably kill me. So, no, I don't think I'd do it. For 600 bucks, I think there's better things you could do. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that much money. You could see, I mean, yeah, when you're when you're younger, it seems like a million bucks to you. Why 30? Like, That's really random. 30 hours? Yeah, why not like 24 or something? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, Would well. you do it, Tyler? No, not for 600 bucks. <laughs> okay, say we up the ante. Say 1,000. No, not worth my time. I mean... I'm curious as to what hours. the food is. Okay. Food and drink. Like, okay. what is it? And can I sit up while I eat? Could I, could I do it? Yeah, I could do it. Okay, okay, but okay, okay. Would you do it for two grand, all you can eat? 
It is all you can eat already, though. Well, it's like every like few hours, probably. I don't yeah. think they just keep bringing you food. Uh, two thousand dollars for twenty-four hours. Would you Honestly, the worst part would be if you can only get up every three hours to go to the bathroom. You'd really have to like pay Hold attention to how much you drink, because yeah, you know, you end up. Could get a lot. Pretty, I mean, I'm pretty I don't uncomfortable think, up in there. Yeah, Remember I don't the think smells that, I'm talking about. I don't think the Six Flags people want you to pee in the coffin, <laughs> so they might let you go. They probably have a bucket. No, so uh, no, two thousand dollars, twenty four hours. Would you do it? I'm trying to convince you to do. Yeah, I probably. Okay, would. two thousand. I mean, I'm I'm down for it at six hundred. Honestly, I'll do it now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to because wow. I got responsibilities and work and whatnot. You should, you should, yeah, you should ask your wife if that's okay. Yeah, right. No, she's <laughs> she'd be like, well, actually, hey, she might say yes. She'd be like, six hundred dollars. That'd be hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I wish she cares. <laughs> for real, yeah, you can go lay there bring, all day, you're all the night. Bread, you're the we'll see you two days from now. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm oh, glad you brought that up because, yeah, and there's some things, man. But people will do crazy for money. Have you thought about? Um, I know you kind of do Christmas lights every other year, Tyler. Have you thought about making a haunted house? Maybe. I mean, a lot of people do that do like the fully programmed out Christmas yeah, yeah, lights yeah. and stuff. It's just it's a lot of work. Yeah. Time. Might as well do it now. Well, not this year, but you might as well just do it like next year. Yeah, and you got to like, lights over till Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Honestly. you got to really plan. Uh, I know this. I looked at this one. Um, video of like obscure haunted houses and there was just this there was one that creeped me out it was just a dude who has a normal house and he like lightly decorates it but it's just a normal run-of-the-mill house like in the neighborhood or in something? the neighborhood suburban and it's you know it's completely dark and it's just him and he puts on a mask he's like you paying the money he's like all right puts on the mask he's this big dude and he stalks you the entire time I'm like, that's way scarier. Like, you're just in his house? Like, you're walking around his house, and he'll occasionally jump out at you. I'm like, that's so much scarier, in my opinion. <laughs> I would not do that. Yeah, because because it's, like you like you were talking about earlier, it's, it's like relatable, yeah. relatable and close enough to reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, this is just, like, some random dude's house, and all of a sudden, here comes somebody. Like, yeah, exactly. You could be walking through the kitchen, he just comes out of the pantry. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I would, no, I can't do that. I mean, with, maybe with my friends and stuff, but even then, I'm just like, oh, I'm terrified of that kind of stuff, you know? Hey, some people, that's a thrill. I, yeah, it's a thing. Weird how people could get a, get, you know, like get a thrill from that. I'm like, all right, whatever. You do you, bro. I don't judge. We don't judge here on the Third Wheel Podcast. Third Wheel Podcast. Third Wheel Podcast. How do y'all feel so far about being on a Third Wheel Podcast? We feel good. Oh, I feel good. Y'all, y'all have never been on a podcast before, right? No, nope. I always joked that I would be on one. Well, here you my are. my debut. This is your big, big break. All right. So we have uh, we have quite a few uh, listeners actually. So almost a hundred subscribes. Hey yo, uh, anything you'll want to say to uh, those out there? Just like a little brief intermission. Like, what is something you could if you could say one thing to all these hundreds of people you know out there? What would it be? Sometime, well, I don't know about every tattoo shop, but if okay. you are now, mm-hmm. if you're out on Friday the thirteenth and you yeah. want to get a tattoo, yeah. A couple of tattoo shops. I don't know which ones, but most yeah. of them do like flash deals for like twenty bucks or yeah. thirty or forty or something. I don't know how much, but they they do a flash deal on Friday thirteenth for little tattoos. It's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've seen people post about it all the time. It's like yeah, Halloween or Friday thirteenth tattoos. You can get Jason Voorhees on your arm for twenty bucks. Little. little I don't dude. think I would do a horror themed one, which probably defeats the purpose. But I mean, I don't yeah. know what they. I mean, it's like you know they'll show like a sheet of like different images that they'll use. And so that, like, that's kind of like, this is what I can tattoo on you kind of thing. Wow. So, okay. 
you say that I actually uh, recently did some research and uh, it seems that most of the most industries have like Friday the 13th deals. I'm talking about like uh, cruise ships have like deals on Friday the 13th and like um, airplane like uh Airliners like we'll have Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, because uh, people are paranoid and they don't want to go exactly. anywhere you on, fly Friday, on Friday the Thirteenth. So that's Dude, the thing, y'all. Imagine a haunted cruise ship. A haunted cruise ship. Yeah, like the entire cruise ship and everything about it for like they for the, if they say they did it for like the month of October hmm. was like a haunted house, but like you were on it for like seven days. Wow! And everywhere you went. Was on. I like, feel like I'd be desensitized after a while. That'd be awful. Maybe it's really mad. You gotta at least like you have to pay me. Get rid bucks. of the bit after a little bit. Like maybe like one of the nights, it's like a haunted boat situation. But uh, outside of that, it's just a normal cruise. Because yeah, like you said, it would be mm-hmm. descented. Whatever you said, desensitizing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you just would be like, my whole life is haunted. Now. No, it'd be cool if it was like maybe every few hours something haunted would happen. Or like in the middle of the night, you'd be woken up from a, or a murder or mystery. Ooh, that'd be fun. A cruise ship with a murder mystery on it. Now, that's interesting. Or just a boat. <laughs> now, a cruise would, ship would be too much. Would either of you fly on Friday the 13th? Yeah, care. I'm not I'm not superstitious about because it. Because actually stuff. there are quite a few instances where some like plane crashes have happened on the Friday the 13th. I know that's happened every day, but specifically Friday the 13th where like really like messed up stuff has happened too. And like... Entire cruise ships have like completely sunk on Friday the thirteenth. That's the reason my cruise ships don't or have the deals as well. Like, for for from a marketer's perspective, I always kind of wonder if it's like the corporation being like, "Hey, we actually are a little superstitious, or we're taking full advantage of." Well, that I think that carries to more than just even Friday the thirteenth. I've seen. So I watch I watched this thing on like Netflix or whatever. It was yeah. one of those like I think that William Shatner like mm-hmm. show or whatever. <laughs> He, he's like the host for it. But they were talking about the origin of Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I can't remember fully about it, but I think it had to do with some king or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he died. And before he died, he like cursed that day. Oh. And the, that's when it's like continued th- f- throughout lifetime after that as like Friday the 13th being, oh. or just the third, yeah, the Friday the 13th being like that day that's like sketchy stuff yeah. bad happens kind of thing that's but actually, like yeah that's a that's good you brought that up i was actually kind of i never thought of that like why it actually started. yeah like i think that's where it originated i guess just that mm. that whole thing but like i mean i'm sure you've seen like it's like i mean if you if you go to like movie theaters mm. i think there's a specific letter that they skip in rows yeah. like they skip that letter because it's like bad luck or something yep. or like an elevator i think hotels do it yeah hotels do it too where they'll skip mm-hmm. a whole floor yep. because it's like that floor is like bad Isn't luck that really weird that's just super odd especially in this like you know logistic culture we have like they're willing to do something like that but hey i mean like people be people and superstition uh yeah, we don't like to admit it but a lot of people are obsessed with it oh, yeah yeah does anyone know the origin of Halloween? No. No. So I might be butchering part of it. Candy. But essentially, yeah, there is like, it's essentially a mixture of sort of like a American Christian holiday with pagan holiday in a way. So like it was originally like a Christian themed holiday. Isn't that all of them? No, I'm all, just kidding. It was labeled All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Um, and I've it was like, I want to say like early 1900s or maybe late 1800s where All Hallows' Eve was a day where um, people would actually dress up as saints and Bible characters. And as time went on, it actually started formed into more of a costume thing. And then, like, 
sort of uh, pagan traditions or just like kind of ideas sort of set their way into it, you know, with the characters and whatnot. But yeah, just like a lot of holidays, you know, we have are just like either Christian, pagan, or both. You know, it's really weird. Or they, yeah, they both. Is, yeah, it's usually they it's both, usually both use like the same day for mm-hmm. tying it in together. So. Yeah, yeah. But I, don't know, I like I like like Halloween. I sure. really do. I think it's yeah. a fun. I don't know. I just like the whole vibe behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like scary stuff. But like. I don't know. I'm not like, like I said, I'm not one to be really into like scary, like mm. scary, scary movie type things or just like really messed up movies. Yeah. But like, I do like, like all those slasher movies that, you know, like Halloween and stuff as well. Like those yeah, are all yeah. fun. Very spoopy. They're fun, but like, they're not like, I can, I can go to bed at night knowing that, that <laughs> something like that won't like scare me. Sure. You know, one Last kind of not spooky story I had, but a funny story uh, I have from childhood is um, I watched. Have you ever seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a movie about clowns. No, I've never seen it. It's yeah, dumb. They're alien clowns. So stupid. And they come and like they, 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 they abduct people and they bring them to their circus ship and they wrap them in cotton candy and then they like drink their blood with like little straws. What was it made in like 1985? Yep. Yeah. It was. It was like, like the it. 90s. Yeah. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was like a. It was comedy, but like a kind of scary. In some yeah. ways, it was a little creepy. And I, I think it was just cool to be scared of clowns. So I wasn't like terrified of them, but I just like, oh man, I don't like clowns now. Well, my sister was like, okay, I got him. I got him now. And she spent like she wanted to scare me really bad, so she spent like the whole night or a whole morning printing out like demonic clown pictures. Like, like, you know, like at, at least 20 of them. And she taped them all over like the bathroom wall and windows and everything, and the glass and everything. So like I woke up and I went in and I just turned the light on. It's just like <laughs> clowns, clowns everywhere. And, but, but what was really funny is that she also put a picture of a clownfish. <laughs> like, no. She has a good sense of humor. Too. That's just funny. Like, <laughs> I've never yeah. been afraid of clowns. Like yeah. I've had some friends that are like, terrified of clowns i don't know what their deal is like they're not that like literally they're not that scary Mm -hmm. um i guess for me you know some people that is their fear just like the same thing as people having fear of spiders or snakes or something Mm -hmm. like it wasn't a fear of mine um i mean i don't know what was a couple years ago remember there was like that whole clown situation where there were people like literally out and about like in clown costumes that were just like trying to scare people. Yeah. That, yeah. I think I, you like see them like at football games and stuff like that. Well, Like it was like a thing, like they were out in the street. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there were any deaths because of it, but no. like, I was very surprised that someone didn't just like gun them down because like, why would you, you can't blame them. Just I like, think it was around the time when it like, when they remade it was coming yeah, out. I think that, I think you're right about that. But the thing is that they wouldn't just like, dress up as clowns they chased after people with like knives in their hands and stuff yeah. like yeah that's smart that's really really smart <laughs> so there's a guy on um like main street grapevine mm-hmm. area and you have seen those like human statue like street mm-hmm. performer kind of dudes yeah so this guy like is dresses up like a bush and he has like a large flower pot mm-hmm. and he's literally like on the side of this main like shopping area kind of like old timey kind of 
downtown shop area and he'll sit there next to the door and he'll stand and he looks like a bush mm-hmm. and what he always what he'll do is he'll have like a little twig in his hand but you don't know it's a person and you're literally like two feet from this guy and he'll drop the twig and then all he does is he'll lean over he'll be like oh i dropped my stick but you never he scares you because you never <laughs> you're just standing there and you just think it's some kind of like you yeah. know bush or you know some just like plant that these people have for the decoration in the front of their building and then it's a person <laughs> and he doesn't and it's not even like it's not jump scare it's uh, not like he jumps out he just, at you he literally yeah. just like drops this like fake twig mm-hmm. and leans over and it's like oh sorry i dropped my twig it's startling. and then, sta- yeah, and then stands like, back up whoa <laughs> yeah so yeah you hear people screaming that's probably that guy what the heck does he just what is he there like all the time no like i mean if you go like on the weekends when the weather's nice and stuff you'll you'll bump into him but yeah he, he like it's pretty his disguise costume deal is pretty good actually wow. like you'll be literally like two feet away from him and you could look at like unless you know what you're looking for obviously you're not normally going to pay much attention to like a you know a patio plant or something like that but yeah you'll walk like there'll be five ten people walk right by Mm. and nobody will ever notice until he moves wow the twig man of grapevine yeah keep your eye out when you go there so grapevine has a twig and where's that dog man from the guy who made himself a dog you know where he's from? No idea what you're talking about. But the guy, the guy who spent like millions of dollars turning himself, not millions, but like thousands and thousands of dollars turning himself into a dog. What? Is he from here? Not from here, but like. How I did th- he turn himself into a dog? Well, he made a costume, but I think, I, I don't know if he got surgery. But is that like, one of them furries? No, this is weirder than a furry. Oh, this is weirder than a he furry. He legitimately wants to be a dog. <laughs> like he made himself a big, realistic, super realistic dog costume, and he walks around like a dog. He has people treat him like a dog. Does he eat dog food? Yeah. But legitimately, he Probably. says, I identify as a dog. Good for him. So it's not like a furry who's like, you know, I'm just like into that. You know, I'm into furry creatures, you know, or anthropomorphic, you know, creature that's more like, I genuinely want to be a dog. I just really want to be a dog. I want there's somebody a, to say, good boy. There's a vi- Well, there's a video of him walking around, like kids are petting him and stuff. I'm just like... That's, he's like probably like this forty year old dude who's oh, just like walking around. Yeah, look at the picture of him. My God, it's it's really just dog man or man to turn into a dog. Man dog. Man dog. Dog of the man. Dog man's a book. No, not just the look book. up. Was he? I mean, just just like just type in man who trans. I don't know. Transformed yeah, into who, a dog. Man who turned into him dog. Yeah. Is this him? This is his name Toko. He looks like yeah. Um, yep. Japanese man has transformed himself into a dog. Yep. Transformation procedure to become a human dog cost him two million yen, equivalent to twenty two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's not bad. bad. Sounds like a deal. I yeah, want to be a dog. It's a steal. Gotta sell a car. How much do you think to be a cat? Huh? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's pretty realistic. No, looking. if you didn't know right. it, you wouldn't be able to. Tell. Let me see. That's the guy. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Well, when when he's in his costume, that's yeah. it. he's in his costume. Yeah. Oh, $20,000 costume. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I don't think he got surgery, but I wouldn't just put I wouldn't And he walks him. around like that? The- yep, all fours. Yeah, I showed him like on the street, like pet people petting him, taking pictures with him. Yeah, imagine a little kid petting a freaking like probably mid middle aged dude who's just like. You would scratch my belly? Yeah, I don't like it. Nope, <laughs> nope. That's why I'm saying it's a little weirder than a furry. Oh. That's I mean, like, I'm not judging, but I'm just saying, like, that's furry to the next level. That's furry to the next level. Furries at least have a community. Okay. Actually, 
so yeah, so imagine, imagine, imagine that being like your gimmick, and you just like you're petting, you just pet a random dog that walks up to you, and it's just like, thank you, sir. It walks away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you now do you're, my belly. <laughs> you're right. That's really all it takes because mm-hmm. you're like legitimately convinced that it's a normal dog. Because yeah. why would you think anything different? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it talks. Or stands up on two legs and walks away. So I think what we've learned today is I that fear, the, the, like, the most effective kind of fear is when it breaks your reality. When, when literally like these stories or these you know, like, instances of horror like, actually affect you in some way or jump out at you or just like you know, change your view of something uh, that you normally thought was normal. You know? So do you think that guy, if he were to bite somebody, he'd have to get a rabies shot or get put down for rabies if he had to bite someone oh i see yeah well he identifies a dog right yep. so does gotcha. he get his checkups i guess so he goes to a vet bushman is you can find him on the internet so you've okay bushman bushman of grapevine yeah. shout out to bushman of grapevine that's literally bushman what i what i what i searched yep. good old bushman and dogman they should get into a fight you should get a you should get bushman on this do you think dogman would pee on bushman Ooh, we should test it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get them together. And then get them on this podcast to talk about it. <laughs> How, How did you feel <laughs> peeing on another human <laughs> like uh, a dog? And he would say, uh, um, uh, excuse me, I'm not a human. So I'm a dog. I'm a dog. And that's a bush, wolf. so it's not even a human. So. Wolf, wolf. Wolf, wolf. <laughs> he just, say wolf, wolf. <laughs> he just says wolf all wolf, the time. Wolf, 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 wolf. Arf, arf, arf. My gosh, dude. And he'd be like sniffing you. Nah, not doing that. Well about 10 minutes left let's see so one last one last element of fear ai ai now we've talked about ai quite a few times on this podcast My robot where do you think it's going you think we should be afraid of it yay or nay i don't know i don't think it's i mean it's hard to tell because realistically like what's to stop us humans from like like the computer just figuring itself out mm. to like do whatever it wants, like yeah. technology. Like, what can we do? It's not like we can just go into like the internet and like block AI from just accessing anything that they want. So you think it's an, it wants? You think it's an indefinite process? I just don't know. Mm. It's like weird. So you think it's more of an inevitable process that AI just is going to be AI? It's always going to evolve, evolve, you know? And just I mean. Really- it hasn't gotten like I mean, if you see all those memes of like cursed AI images, like yeah. it obviously still hasn't perfected the art of creating mm-hmm. like reality sure. yet, like too much yet. Like in some instances, yes, but like have you seen the fingers on some of those pictures, man? Yeah, it's like ten weird. fingers, and it's like wrapped all well, like it's actually smart. So like the Mid Journey one, it actually tries to hide the hands as best as possible. Like oh, it'll, really? it'll put cloth or something like over it just so it doesn't I wonder why it, AI has a hard time with hands like it learned itself that the fingers are not effective you know or it's not efficient in creating fingers you know but obviously someone is sitting there maintaining the updates on the system there's and, parameters and but all that, yeah so. I don't think the totem pole I don't think he told them in the parameters don't show fingers I mean they might have yeah but then like you could I mean, on the mid journey, you could be like, "Show me a hand." It'll show you a hand, but yeah, it's when you fing- when you see fingers on like a full body, uh, that's when it gets all messed up. Eyes as well, but eyes are a lot better now. Eyes are better. I don't really ever notice eyes. It's just the fingers yeah, and hands, fingers. and like some of those cursed images, like are just super chaotic for mm-hmm. it to be a legitimate picture. Yeah, like they're 
and they like the colors always look weird. You yeah. know, like when you see those like weird like those AI pictures, the colors contrasting don't look realistic. They look almost like what's that kind of coloring? Like um, they look matte. Whatever, like oh, matty. Yeah, like like matted mm-hmm. colors or whatever. Interesting. Just, yeah. Pastel. That's where I'm looking. Pastel. They look more pastel looking than like mm. realistic, like colors you would see visually in real life. <laughs> that makes sense. Which is weird. Well, on on that, then, do you have what is your uh, biggest fear that you're comfortable with sharing? Jose, start. What? I'm, I'm scared of snakes. Oh, <laughs> I actually saw this saw this meme today where it was mm-hmm. like a little cartoon, animated yeah. cartoon sketch on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like this, you know, medieval army going up to this castle, and you see all the characters like on the on the rim of the castle. Yeah. And they have a catapult, and then they catapult a snake into on into the castle. Mm-hmm. And then the next picture is like all the people from the castle running out, <laughs> like right into their hands, essentially. That's your so yeah, the man. joke is that like all you need to do is throw a snake in there. You don't even, and then they'll just run. Wow, that's me for sure. Yep. Um, I almost even sent that to you all this morning. You should have. That's <laughs> funny. Um, so I have like an irrational fear of like tsunamis. Okay. I actually get like pretty like, you ever feel like high anxiety when you look at something? Oh, yeah. Like when something's overwhelming? Yeah. So sometimes that happens to me if I look at a picture of like a really big thunderstorm and it's just really bubbling up in the mm. picture. I get like this overwhelming feeling like, holy moly, this is like intense. Yeah. Well, anytime I like see any videos about like big waves and tsunamis, I feel that. And it's just because like for me, like tsunamis and waves are like, I don't know. I I don't have a fear of drowning. I just have a fear of seeing like a giant wave coming at me. Have you ever seen one in real life? No. Okay. Interesting. I want to. But you've never been like near the coast, have you? Yeah, I've been to the beach plenty of times, and I see like, plenty you know, waves. So okay, so you, but you've never like lived near the coast enough to where that I mean, should be a potential. Yeah, like my parents, they live. They don't live on the coast, but like they live on this like river that mm. turns in, that goes into the ocean. Oh, okay. Oh, but, I like, see. Yeah, it's like a a river. That <laughs> why goes do you in. Why do you think that you're afraid of that? I don't know. Really? I think it's. Just, I have no idea what mm. made me fear. What that. was that movie that was about that tsunami in India? <laughs> Uh, it came out sure. a couple years ago. I saw it. It was that one. That one. So like when you watch those like in real life, mm-hmm. they don't look as daunting as the stuff you see like sure. in movies. The ones in yeah, movies in the is movies is like eight thousand feet tall. Yeah. It's just like it makes it feel like a yeah. There's no escape. Well, I always remember there was one time that like I heard that like this is when I lived in Virginia, and I would think about it like not all the time, but every mm-hmm. now and then I would think about it. There's like this place out in the UK. <laughs> like this like cliff that's right mm-hmm. by the ocean and if like there was a landslide of that specific cliff that hit yeah. the ocean it could create like a really big wave that would travel across the whole entire Atlantic <laughs> Ocean from the UK towards like the United States and it would be a really tall wave that like they said that it's something that could like not happen but like if it were to happen this is what would happen if it happened yeah. kind of thing and I remember thinking about it and I'm like I don't know how I'd ever escape because it like you know those waves go fast like sure. you know, I don't know how fast they go, but they go pretty fast. I would have to say, funny enough, hurricanes are not my fear, but I was really afraid of tornadoes when I moved here because uh, when we moved here, there was a tornado like it felt like every other month. Um, I don't really remember. I, I can't remember the last time that we've actually had like a really bad tornado here to where like we had to like, 
you know, get into shelter and everything. But I feel like I had to do that all the time when I was younger, when I moved, first moved here, but not so much anymore. Um, that's like rational fear, irrational fear. Um, I used to have a fear that whenever I got on the toilet, I'd have to flush twice before using it because I was afraid that a rat was going to swim up and bite my butt. <laughs> so I would flush him away before he can get to me so I could, you know, just do it quick. That is a very irrational fear. Yeah. Specifically a rat. Like a snake makes more sense than well, a rat. Yeah, because I've seen those pictures no, of yeah. the so snakes, snakes, man. Are- no, no. So Trust ever, me, I've have seen you, Have you ever seen um, like those animal shows? Like uh, Animal Planet where it's like uh, most extreme. But it's talking about like weird rat facts, you know. And one of them was that they can actually swim up pipes. And I, they actually can make their way all the way up through a pipe and then out of a toilet. And that scared <laughs> me. And they showed like a little di- demographic, or, like uh, a diagram of it. I was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. And also anything, any kind of bug that like burrows in your ear or something or your mouth or something. I'm just like, oh God, that's terrifying. I think. I don't think we have any of that in the U.S. You'd think so, but like, in your, what's stopping this? <laughs> I mean, what's stopping a little ant from crawling into your ear hole? I guess there's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it says that you can consume up to four spiders per year while you're sleeping, okay? Yep. I mean, it's I haven't healthy, eaten anything. Healthy God, diet. How do you know? I don't think we have spiders. We don't have spiders in our house, so. Oh, really? I'm How do you never know? seen How spiders? The confidence. I've never dude, seen one in our house. spiders are everywhere, dude. No, I've never They're seen them. They're everywhere. If they were everywhere, I would have seen them in my house. Do you get roaches? No. What do you get? Ants. You got, ants, you are, got ants. We got ants. They got we in the dog food. We saw that the other day. Ooh, and dog food? Yeah, they had oh. a trail like from the back from the back door all the way to the dog food and back. I don't like ants. I like most things, but, but you know, we took care of them. Like, I won't kill spiders or crickets or anything, but I'll kill ants. Like, oh. pure, yeah. I have an irrational, so I was thinking, because you mentioned irrational fear, and we were like two yeah. minutes left on this, but yeah, um, yeah. an irrational fear that I had was... Uh, Waking up in the middle of the night and seeing out my window, somebody smiling at me. Ooh. Holy moly, was that an irrational fear growing up? Like, wow. I mean, I slept with like TV on, like three night lights, sure. fan on, That's just creepy. like as much noise as possible. First so one on Halloween like, night, Jacob, nope. we're going to go to Jose's house, and we're going to smile. We're just going to smiling mask and smile stand outside and just like and tap on his window. Tap tap tap. You don't even know what window I sleep at. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean that window that's there in my room. I mean, is terrifying. We'll, just, we'll, we, well, there's two of us, so we can try like you know, like a few of them. Don't worry, my dog will come and attack you. Your tiny dog. Your dog yes. weighs like two and a half pounds. I know, but she'll eat you. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Um, gosh, that is really scary. I'm pretty sure I would be terrified of that too. I don't know why it was just an irrational fear. Like I don't know why it even came in my mind I'm that I was going to see like a smiling thing outside my window. <laughs> Have you ever had a sleep paralysis demon? A what? Not uh, that I remember. A sleep paralysis demon. Do you know That's what, what the par- whole premise of Insidious is, isn't it? I, I like you. Just assume I've never. If you think of a movie, just assume. I've well, never this seen isn't it. just a movie thing, but it's like know, a real life. Do you know what sleep paralysis, paralysis is? Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Sleep no. paralysis. Like you're paralyzed when you sleep. So essentially, it's yeah. when you wake up, but you're halfway stuck in a dream and reality. And it's a real thing that happens to a lot of people. It does happen to a lot where of you're actually stuck, so you can't actually move. Um. But you can't move. But you uh, still an or still you can see everything, like you just woke up and you do. You actually see it, but you're still stuck in like a dream world. So like things can actually happen in real life, if that makes sense. 
So like if you were having a nightmare or something about a dude who's smiling at you and you wake up and you're in a sleep paralysis mode, you could actually see that dude walk into your room and like you could actually have uh, there's a lot. So of, it's like a, almost like a augmented reality. Think of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like that, but real. And your mind is telling you it's real. And they can actually, so a lot of testimonies say that they can actually have like, they could be um, physical touch as well. Like if he touches you, you actually feel it for real. Hmm. It's terrifying. And there are some crazy stories of, they're calling sleep paralysis demons because a lot of them aren't humans. <laughs> a lot yeah. of them are like legitimately like actual monsters. Um, I've only had one experience. Um, it was really freaking terrifying. Well, I've had been paralysis, I've paralyzed out of sleep like a few times, but one time was like an actual like base. I w- I w- I'd call it a demon. It was like um, a like corrupted demonic form of a family member. It was really scary. Hmm. Um, and I legitimately thought that uh, I was going to die in a few seconds, but it was just like, it was like an hour of staying in my bed wide awake. It, it was in daytime. It was daytime outside. And it was just like an hour of me staying in bed, not being able to move. Um, and I couldn't help it. Like I just literally was stuck there. So yeah. Sometimes they can like, you can put yourself in it. You mm-hmm. feel like pressure and stuff of like yeah, you your body feel. trying to like shut down to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But like, you're still like typically like if I get, uh, I used to have a lot of nightmares. I would be, you know, shaking up for a dream. Um, and then, like, I would be fighting to stay awake. So every time I, like, kind of drifted back off, I would fall right back into the dream. So it was, like, me trying to escape from it. Um, but I have, yeah, not really happened. That doesn't really happen a lot anymore. But, yeah, back when I used to dream all the time, absolutely. So, yeah, thank you for your time today, Jose and Tyler. This was a great grand old spooky talk for a spooky kind of day. Um, any parting words before we go? Next time we got to talk about aliens. We got to talk about aliens. What about you, Tyler? No. Okay. Uh, Tyler has offered, offered his wonderful home as a location for this podcast, so hopefully Monday we can take advantage of that. He has a really nice garage with a really nice pool table. Uh, and as for me, guys, Caleb will be back. Uh, next week and it's going to be grand old time thank you guys again for joining me and i'll see you next week on the third wheel podcast